0: Chumba. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky lands Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Hello and welcome back to In That Number and a very happy Mother's Day. We're back after a three week break to round up all the international news, review our next opponents, but more importantly, yesterday's crucial three points on the road at Brighton. I'm your host Ray Hunt, follow me on at RayHunt84, follow my co-host Kevin on at moscowmush. follow the show at Number Podcast. Any questions or thoughts, email us on inthatnumberpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. And now, breaking news, you can follow us on Instagram on In That Number Podcast. Find us on all those platforms and interact with us. Um, So now let me bring in my co-host, the one and only Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. All right, Kev. Yeah. Nice break. Nice time on. Hey.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sort of a little bit rusty after three weeks. Uh, Might have to warm up the vocal cords a bit, but uh, Yeah. yeah. An eventful few weeks.
1: Yeah it has been
2: yeah same same this end too but uh, yeah like the Saints we march on yeah we
1: we'll have to keep going um, so yeah did you get up to anything in particular
2: uh, yeah I'm mean, uh, obviously working because uh, we haven't actually spoke have we we haven't really no we've meant to but uh, yeah mm. haven't really spoken much uh, over the last couple of weeks but no just uh, usual uh work Love the pub quizzes, been getting into that, and going to the theatre a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Good, good stuff.
1: Right, shall we um, kick off with a bit of news?
2: Yeah, go for it. What have you got?
1: I just want to talk quickly with, about the, um, the Jan-Valerie contract. Hmm. Pleased with it? Obviously you are.
2: Yeah, no, it's good, good to have him on board for uh, the next five years, isn't it? Yeah,
1: 2023. Hmm. Not five years, but yeah, um, yeah. So I guess that just means that if Liverpool want to buy him now, they're gonna have to pay a lot, a lot more for him. Yeah, sure. <laughs>
2: um,
1: uh, James Ward-Prowse as well, omitted from the England squad, only to be recalled due to injuries. Um, I just wanted to say that I was really disappointed with Southgate after that. You know, he said himself that he would be picking his players based on form and not on reputation, and then he put. You know, you put Delph in. James Prowse, and you can clearly see that James will Prowse led on every single stat there was. So it was a bit of a bit of a surprise that he he put Delph
2: in. What's yeah, I do you think it's just down to loyalty. I mean, because Delph's only played twelve minutes of Premier League mm. football this this year, um, whereas I mean, we all know what brilliant form uh, Prowse is on at the moment. Yeah. Do you think that's what did it?
1: possibly I mean, it's got to be is not it but then you, I, I would like him just to come out and say I actually prefer Delph as a player as opposed to just saying oh you know we like we like Ward Prowse but you know we just need to see a little bit more from him which you know I, the guy can do no more at the moment so
2: well, yeah what more do you want to see
1: I mean if he was playing for one of the big six he'd definitely be in that squad straight away probably you know straight in the starting line up as well
2: yeah and yeah. my
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think it'd be good. It'd be a good um, set piece taker.
1: Right. Speaking of the internationals, do you want to give your international roundup?
2: Yeah, sure. I'll I'll give you Kev's international roundup. Uh, Why not start with uh, man of the moment, Shane Long? (laughs) Uh, He uh, had been included in Mick McCarthy's provisional squads, but uh, yet to withdraw from the squads due to. Uh, a groin injury. Uh, So he missed out on the Euro 2020 qualifiers uh, away to Gibraltar and home to Georgia. So I get well soon there, Shano. Um, Of course, yeah, James Ward-Prowse. A lot of of complaints from Saints fans that he didn't get into the provisional squad and then he was included at the last minute. But he sat out on the bench against uh, Czech Republic during that 5-0 demolition. Uh, on the Friday Uh, but he did get make. he managed to make an addition to his uh, single cap that he got against Germany two years ago uh, in that 5-1 win over the Montenegro and yeah he came on as a substitute Uh, and yeah I think we're we're all pleased to see him in an England shirt there and then our captain Pierre Emile Hoiberg he managed to net Uh, Last-minute equaliser on the Thursday in that 2-2 draw away to Kosovo, Mm -hmm. which is a bit of a surprise. Um, Didn't get a start against uh, Switzerland, um, but he was a substitute in the second half and uh, made a great contribution as they made a late comeback to come uh, away with uh, a point in a 3-3 draw. And, uh, yeah, they were 3-0 down at one point. Yeah, so uh, that's an an incredible result. Um, Jan Bednarek, um, yeah, he had a great start to Euro 2020 qualifying. Uh, Managed to get a a win over Austria, just just 1-0. And then uh, Bednarek, he was on the bench, but uh, Poland did beat Latvia 2-0 with Lemondowski. (laughs) his his flavour of the month (laughs) Robert Lemondowski and uh, yeah Cameron Glick uh, managed to bang one in last Sunday Uh, so yeah I made a brilliant start to the Euro 2020 qualifying Uh, Stuart Armstrong uh, yeah the first match of uh, Euro 2020 qualifying I actually watched that uh, Scotland match Uh, I was uh, with a friend of mine I said ah yeah Scotland should just destroy uh, the Kazakhs it uh, <laughs> yeah. was live on the celly yeah that didn't work out did it uh, they, they, I, I was just gobsmacked when they was like 2-0 down was, within 15 yeah. minutes
1: <laughs>
2: yeah unbelievable total total embarrassment yeah um, managed the, to go come away with their tails between their legs and a 3-0 and a defeat um, yeah. did manage uh, a wonderful 2-0 victory against uh, San Marino <laughs> Um, yeah Armstrong had a couple of shots uh, on target but um, the goalkeeper kept it out so I mean yeah it's just an embarrassment for Scotland at the moment Um, I think there might be a change of manager sometime soon
1: whilst we're talking about Stuart Armstrong I just want to say it's his birthday today as well so happy birthday
2: oh happy Um, birthday Stu yeah Yeah, cheers for for that uh, brilliant performance yesterday as well yeah yeah moan uh yeah, in their first uh qualifying match uh they lost two one to Spain, uh Aonis came on in the second half, and then uh you got starts start um, in then that another dramatic match, uh three three match against Sweden. So it's uh, Wow. Yeah. I think uh both uh, Denmark and and uh, Norway uh had last-minute last scrambles to get equalisers in a very dramatic fashion uh, on Tuesday. And last of all, Angus Gunn. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's getting starts for England under the 21s. Uh, they were at home at Ashton Gate against Poland. Yeah. Uh, he played the full 90 minutes of saying Drew 1-1. One, one. Uh, they didn't fancy him uh, for the friendly against Germany at the Vitality Stadium, uh, and that's probably why they lost
1: two
2: one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the international roundup.
1: Nice, well done, good work. Woo-hoo.
2: Yeah, um, well done to all our saints on on tour. Look, there's not, not as many as there were um, last time round. No, I, I think
1: there? I think Yoshida has just come back, hasn't he, from the um, the Asia Games and stuff? So. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Gabiadini and Hoot and. Lamina, players, Lamina, yeah, they've all left or injured, and as you say, you mentioned Long. Hmm. Yeah, doesn't seem like there was that many this time. This time, or well, rather, wasn't this time around. Um,
2: makes makes our job easier.
1: Oh yeah. Um. Any more news at all you want to talk about?
2: Um. Well, I think that's my part. Um. Uh, anything on your your Uh
1: nothing major. No, I just, I just come across a few things like um, Shane Long has cut himself off of all social media to avoid negativity and distractions. Apparently, so. Good job. Oh. Yeah, fair play to him. Um, and also, um, Spurs' new stadium. Um, they had a match, didn't they? The under-18s, um, Spurs and Saints, lost 3-1. But the first ever goal, well, the first ever away goal was scored by 17-year-old Saint Cornelius Hanson. Mm. So there you go. You can hang on to that.
2: Nice. Hope it curses the place.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, my news is done. Okay. Okay, so Brighton yesterday one 0 Saints win, Hoyberg uh, with the with the goal, starting eleven. Now, call it a four three three or a four two two two, whatever. Um, but Angus Gunn kept his place in goal. That was a, I was I didn't know what what he was going to do with that. I was it was could have gone either way. But yeah, Gunn kept his place. Um, flat back four of Valerie, uh, Yoshida, Bednarik, and Bertrand. James from Romeo and Hoiberg in the middle, Armstrong, Redmond, and a warm welcome back to Danny Ings. Hey. Um, the bench was McCarthy, Stevens, Target, Elie Sims, Austin, and Gallagher. So two changes, um, switch to the flat back four, Vesegar picked up an injury, Ings comes back in, he missed five games with that hamstring, um, and Stuart Armstrong earns a start, a um, little bit surprised actually, I thought maybe they'd go with Austin again, but no, Austin drops to the bench, so... I mean, what do you think about the formation change? Do you think it was because of the injury to Vestergaard, or do you think that it was um, in his plans anyway?
2: Um, I, I don't know. I think... Um, Actually,
1: yeah. I, I do know. That apparently, he said that it was always in his plans, regardless of that injury, but I just wanted to know what you thought of it.
2: Well, he's normally quite honest about these sort of mm-hmm. things, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Vestergaard did come back with that groin injury, just like Shane Long. I don't know what they've mm-hmm. been up to um, in that international break, but um, yeah, steady on that. Mm. Um, but yeah, the switch to a back four, that always makes me nervous because we've always seemed to do a lot worse when we've got a back four rather than a three or five at the back or whatever you want to call them. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, that worried me a bit, but I was yeah, I was obviously excited about Ings coming back into the lineup finally. Um, and yeah, Armstrong, because I mean, he's put in some great performances when he has been playing, but yeah, they're just doesn't seem to be a it's space for him. Scotland. Yeah, just not for <laughs> Scotland. Um but yeah there doesn't doesn't seem to be space for him in, in that uh, three no, slash five right, man yeah. midfield, yeah. Um so yeah I thought I mean when towards the beginning of the season he was playing um uh, more on the wings like um yeah. was as well. Um uh, that seemed to work really well. And yeah to uh, t- today, yesterday he was he was amazing, yeah, he was brilliant. So uh yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, call it uh, what and, you I want. I
1: mean, when I, saw the four, when I saw the team sheet, I looked at that instantly, thought it was a 4-3-3 with, um, you know, Ings playing the 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 lone man pretty much and Redmond and Armstrong just sat behind him. Um, hmm. So a 4-3-2-1 if you look at it like that. But look at the um the way that they set up as well. Another formation, it looked like that 4-2-2-2. Um, yeah,
2: very central.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, which I'm okay with as well, and apparently he said that's his preferred position. Hasn't hurt what this is. He reckons that is his preferred way to play. So maybe he sticks, his, sticks to his guns and plays it on Friday night. I mean, I don't know. But um, either way, it worked against Brighton. Mm. Um, so, the game. Do you want to talk through the game?
2: Um, sure. I mean, t- t- to be honest, uh, I mean, it's a. Uh, very exciting after uh, three weeks away to mm-hmm. be watching again and the result was exactly what we needed. But it wasn't the most exciting of matches to watch. If I'm being totally it honest, it wasn't
1: exciting, but it was quite fascinating.
2: Yeah, I think it was interesting in a more more of a tactical aspect of um, mm. yeah what what, what was doing. But yeah, yeah. I mean th- we only had uh, one shot on target in the first half um, Brighton didn't really show anything in the first half at all and it was just like the um, cut match that we played right yeah. at the early end of the season absolutely nothing happening whatsoever um, yeah I mean, well, wonder
1: whether they were set up not to lose the game I mean you know you know that Hasenhut wouldn't take that approach but it was kind of like Chris Heaton had said Look, whatever we do we cannot lose this game
2: Mm, let's, let's just let's keep it
1: tight, no, let's not fuck up, let's just keep it, you know... No risks. Yeah. <clears throat> As you say, I mean, they, I mean, Angus Gunn had nothing to do, did he, in that first half? Um nah. Brighton didn't do anything. <clears throat> Excuse me. They had a lot of possession, but they just were not doing anything with it, and saying the Saints. But they looked... I don't know, it just looked... Like you said, when we were talking the formation, that they were, it was more central. They did, they looked, that, they looked too narrow, there wasn't a lot of width about the thing, and I don't know whether that was, you know, because it was bright and frustrating them a lot, but it, Saints didn't, you know, adjust at all in that first half.
2: No. No, I mean, we were doing a high-press thing, um, mm-hmm. sure, but, I mean, it just wasn't much coming off, but Ings didn't really have much service, and when he did, I mean, he had that um, about half an hour in. No, that's right,
1: that Bernardo block.
2: Well, that, that was a bit later on, but, uh, yeah, no, it was, no, yeah, yeah, but, um, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's Bernardo, isn't
2: it? Bernardo, Bernardo. that's right. Um, but, yeah, he, he seemed to be our bogeyman, because whenever we got got a man on uh, or anyone was taking a shot, he was right there. I mean, yeah, in that in-shot, he managed to block, and uh, Armstrong as well.
1: Yeah, I think, as a whole, I think Brighton defended quite well. I think the... the yeah. I mean, OK, we only had half chances, but whenever they were there, I mean, they were snuffed out by that Brighton defence.
2: And to our credit, I think I think we defended doing what they did come at us with, we uh, defended quite well.
1: Yeah, um, Redmond, very energetic as always. Yep. Just struggled in that final third again, didn't he? Had a couple of chances that he was just... It, it looked, when I was watching the game... Um, don't hate me for saying this, but I was like thinking, Oh, this is Redmond of last year.
2: Yes, yeah. No, 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 I the exact same thought went through my head and um, I saw on on the uh, social media on Twitter that people giving him the same um, shit that they were last season, the season before. Mm. But um yeah, I mean, he, brilliant runs. Um, he can, yeah, he's just
1: causing he, a threat, isn't he? He's dribble
2: just... the ball beautifully. But, yeah, that, that just that last touch, um, Yeah, either taking a shot or um, sending it over to somebody who's on, on there. But, uh, yeah, it lacked. Although saying that, it was um, Redmond that set up that um, goal. Brilliant one-two play with Hoidberg. And he did make the right decision.
1: Yes, he did. Yeah, I'm not saying he had a bad game. I just thought his final third was a bit, a bit lucky. Yeah, yeah,
2: but I mean, you can't um, slag him off for, oh, for that energy because I mean, if you put that much effort in, I mean, it will come off at some point, and, and it did.
1: Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um. So the goal start of the second half, pretty much, but that 53rd minute. Um. It, again, it was the pressure in the midfield. Um. That seemed mm. to be working, and. Won the ball in the middle of the park, which I'm sure Houghton would be fuming over, because Brighton just looked, well, they just looked lazy and under possession and slow. Just yeah. like I said, they were trying, they weren't trying anything to try and win the game. Um, and yeah, we took advantage of that. A great, you know, won the ball, Redmond breaks,
2: just Pickpocketed them.
1: Yeah, uh, Hoiberg bursts on the overlap, and then you know when he gets the ball back, he slots it away, nice tidy finish.
2: Yeah. Um it's quite a yeah, tight yeah. angle and on his left foot as well. Yeah, it, was
1: quite, it was quite a cute one, wasn't it? Yeah, nice yeah. yeah. Hmm. But, yeah. Um, and then, from from that, uh, I think they created a couple of chats as soon as they went one new up. But after that, they sat back again, didn't they? And it was all Brighton at that point.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think we, we found um, a bit of energy, like, just off the goal. Uh, that yeah. lasts for a little under ten minutes. And That's then, right, yeah. yeah but the thing is, they started to wake up at the same time as well. They think, well, uh, if your tactic is that yeah, you can kind of sit back and just try not to lose the game, if you're 1-0 down, well, you know, they, they had nothing to lose. And they, they really did, um, for the last half hour, uh, they, they gave it everything. They
1: did, yeah. Um, and I thought we were poor. I, I did. I thought, I thought Bednarik, wasn't, I don't think he was great. Um, and James Ward Proust didn't have his best game.
2: He didn't, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he was, it was then, awful.
1: No, no, no. But then, you know, he's set himself such high standards now. I think anything below what he's been given is, you know, is gonna you're going to notice the dip because of how well he's been playing. But, yeah. Um, and then the gun mishap as well. I wasn't too happy with that.
2: Yeah, I mean... That's poor
1: goalkeeping. Like-
2: Definitely. Lucky nothing came from it. I mean, they 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 were shouting for a penalty at the same time, weren't they? With that um.
1: No, yeah, that's not a Hoiberg touch.
2: Penalty. Nah, he just made a meal out of it. And um, but weirdly, Hoiberg managed just to flop down as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he sort of like made out that he got hit in the, in the face, didn't he? And I thought, oh, yeah. come on, uh, oh, God. It's I thought record.
2: I thought his days of those antics were over, but no, apparently not. Um,
1: yeah. So I mean, did you get a chance to look at the stats? Yes, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I don't have them written down, but I, you know, glanced at them.
2: Um,
1: it's not good reading, really. Um, well, I mean, I say that. It just proves that stats lie uh, on certain occasions. Like, the possession, the shots, the corners, the attempts. Um, it was all Brighton. And yet, you know, clean sheet, three points.
2: Yeah, I mean, in, uh, well, I mean, yeah, it was... Uh, we, we after uh, half-time... Uh, we had 53% possession to their 47. Full time, uh, we only got 40% possession. Mm. So, yeah, it was all Brighton in the second half. All Brighton. And. <laughs> Mark All Brighton. Um, <laughs> yeah, is, is he coming? I don't know. Um, yeah, and then uh, shots. Uh, Brighton's 14 shots, 6 in the first half, to our 8. Mm. Uh, we only made 2 shots in the second uh Second half.
1: One of them went in, so.
2: One of them went in, yeah, and the other one didn't. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but Brighton, their they're only shot on target, um, saying that, only came five minutes before time. Yeah. So it was, you know, all bark and, and no bite from yeah,
1: them. Yeah, I think that's pretty much, that sums up their season, doesn't it? You know, yeah. They, they get a half chance with Glenn Murray and they'll tuck it away, but if you don't give right. them that, then...
2: I mean, they had, had a, a, a fairly decent beginning to the season, but they've really let it slide.
1: Yeah. Yeah, as I Are say, they, I don't huh? really think they've got a lot up front, have they? To, I mean, I think they'll survive in this league. I think Saints and Brighton will both survive, but, yeah, I think next season they're going to need to, you know, get a front man. I think Glenn Murray's, you know, he's not going to play forever.
2: No, I mean, his pension book for them. Yeah. Season or two, weren't it?
1: Oh, in that corner at the
2: death, mate. Oh, yes, right. I mean, it was. Uh, it was uh, ab- you're absolutely guaranteed if we're one nil up. I'm I'm shitting my pants at this point because mm. um they, yeah, yeah they they were really coming hard and fast and you you're guaranteed Where to have uh, last minute <laughs> <laughs> last minute corner um but yeah no I came to nothing wasn't it? Yeah, it was Murray so- was offside.
1: Yeah, I mean it was. I actually. You know, shouted when that whistle went. It was just the relief again, just like so, so important. Every, yeah. every point is important, but when you get three,
2: and um, it doesn't get much more of a six-pointer than this. You know, we've we've managed to um, equal them on points.
1: That's it, and you know, so it's the first time a Premier League fixture between these teams has ended that hasn't ended in a draw all of them previously yeah. in, the, in the draw so yeah snap that um, so th- they move le- we, well we move level on points with Brighton now was it 33 I believe Yeah. yep it's just a shame that whenever we win Burnley seem to bloody do it as well and, and, uh, Pal- yeah. and Palace picked up three points as well so,
2: Newcastle are guaranteed to win
1: Wow, well, yeah, as good as yeah but that's what was that five points off the drop now so and you know Cardiff lost today
2: yeah, they lost. They they, they were one nil up, weren't 1-0 they? One nil
1: up against our, um, Chelsea, and then lost right at the death, two one. But yeah, so it's it's looking good, looking good.
2: Yeah, so we're we're halfway there, you know.
1: Yeah, we just need to keep playing the way they are and cause cause team problems, and mm-hmm. we'll be fine. Um, man of the match for you?
2: Uh, I say I, there there are a few <coughs> candidates. Um. I I thought Yoshida was great.
1: Okay, I struggled, to, to be honest, thinking of a man of the match for this one.
2: Um And, yeah, Redmond um, and Armstrong, given it, the, they're all a lot of energy there. But, um and, and Romeo, a solid, and he didn't pick up a yellow card. Don't know how oh, that happened. Actually,
1: by the way, you know you forgot out Romeo and in the internationals.
2: Oh, was he playing? Hmm. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Catalans ah yeah no i saw something about that right Mm.
1: first ever game yeah He um started so yeah
2: there you go yeah so we're all for scottish and Catalan independence here
1: (laughs) um sorry yeah romeo yeah i agree he had a good game yeah um yeah good at breaking up the play you know he he stopped a couple of chances from brighton didn't he i thought he did well
2: yeah yeah, and and you get to King, but I'm gonna have to give it to Hoiberg, uh, our captain.
1: Mm, I agree. Um,
2: just just an all-round solid performance and
1: captain's performance. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. I mean, he um, got in the way when we needed him to in the last half hour or so, and just a yeah, brilliant one-two with Redmond uh, for that goal. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to be a candidate for goal of the month. We've got five goals, so uh, I think that's going to be one of them.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, way both for me as well. Energy, aggression, just overall game. Yeah, good. But um, I, I did like the play of Romeo as well. Yeah. Um, All
2: right.
1: And Redmond. I thought Redmond was a threat. I just think his finishing let him down, other than that. Then. And Armstrong played well for the time that he had. I mean, he was a substitute, wasn't he? I think we bought. What did we bring on? We bought Gallagher, um, Stevens. Stevens, and. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Did Austin come on?
2: No, Sims came on. So, yeah, right at right the death. Yeah,
1: sorry. Yeah, I'm just. Okay, but yeah, no. Yeah, um, Armstrong played well.
2: Yeah, I'd say looking at looking at that, uh, watching the, the, the match within like the last fifteen minutes, I think th- this this match needs more Sims.
1: Mhm.
2: needs some more to so just some energy to yeah. kind of get get Fred, us through. Fred you legs.
1: Know? Mm. He's certainly got that. Um, Angus Gunn, third clean sheet in six games.
2: That's impressive. Uh, it I is think. very
1: impressive, especially for Saints. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: whoa. Portsmouth just scored!
2: <laughs> You're joking?
1: No. Oh shit! Twenty-third minute of extra time, you fucking bastards!
2: Which skate cunt cause scored this time then?
1: Oh, some skate. Twat, I don't know. Who cares? I don't even know their players. I don't even want oh, yeah. to know.
2: And then the manager looks like a Harry Redknapp in person, ain't he?
1: Kenny Jacket, I not it? No. Oh, that's put me right. Oh, I'm not going to be able to be at the end of this now. Anyway, Patrick, do you me to grab you a beer? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, what were we talking about? Hangers gun, yeah. Uh, three clean sheets and six. Um, I know. I, I. I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago about how Hasenhurst always said that he's fine rotating his goalkeepers. Yeah. But, you know, Friday night Liverpool. Who starts?
2: Ooh. Um, I think going on the most recent performances, I've got to say Angus Gunn. And not because nothing he against the one
1: thing he flapped at that that cross. I don't like flappers.
2: But he did keep a clean sheet.
1: Mm, yeah, but that was only because they had like one shot on target in the second half. So,
2: I th- my theory is that um, he's going to keep the whoever's in goal is going to keep keep stick with them until they make a mistake, and then you've got someone waiting in the wings to, to switch it over. So they're always looking over their shoulder.
1: It's really unfair, though, isn't it, on the carpet? It is because he hasn't done anything wrong.
2: It's brutal. Well, um, yeah, I mean, we might see him back, I don't know, but um, I'm, my, my money's on Gun to stay.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I do agree, I, I think he will, but it's, it's just up for debate anyway, who'd be a manager? Yeah. Um, interesting, though, um, I saw this, the Premier League table since the 6th of December, right? Guess where Saints are? 5th? Hmm, OK, no. Not that good. <laughs> ninth. So, okay. Which is good, and um, no, Burnley actually a tenth. So coming into form at the right time. Um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I because I mean I've been saying for a while that if Hasenhill had, you know, had the job in September, uh, August, sorry, um, then you know we, we wouldn't be this close to the to the drop zone. So this mm. just proves it. From the sixth of December, we sit ninth. Which, yeah, uh, it's good. It's an interesting, uh, interesting little uh, start. That
2: yeah. R- r- should we start the season from uh, December? Yeah, let's. From now on.
1: Europa League. Let's go for mm. it. <laughs> <It's a playful laughs> um. So yeah, we're going to go on to Friday night game, the big one. Oh yeah. Liverpool. So Friday the fifth of April, eight p.m. kickoff. It's live on Sky as well. Is that live in Russia?
2: It is it's on uh, match Football one if you're watching there in here in russia
1: okay um, so yeah prime time t v all eyes um I'm looking forward to this one
2: <laughs> are you Why? <wife? laughs> i am i just
1: uh, I, I won't i mean I won't give you my prediction straight away, but i just think yeah i I love watching you know the the late night games especially when it's current start. i mean saint crunch time to stay up Liverpool crunch time for the for the title um and at this time of recording I mean they're, they're one point behind City I believe aren't they yeah um and they play Tottenham in a minute uh so yeah I'm just and I'm just looking forward to this one I think it, it depends well, a lot of depends if they can beat Spurs today and go back top of the league hopefully not um And Mane as well. Mane this season, I think, arguably, has become, like, their most important player. Along with Van Dijk. You're you're welcome, by the way. Um, (laughs) I just don't think Salah's been as potent as he was last year. Something not quite right there, I don't know. Um, But yeah, I think this game's... I think this is going to be a good one. And after they creamed us, what was it, 3-0 in September?
2: Yeah. We got up lightly there.
1: Yeah, we did, yeah. I think it was um, Wesley Hoot that
2: opened the score in. <laughs> oh, yeah, with his task. Yeah, yeah. that was fun, wasn't it?
1: Um, right. Okay, call me crazy. I'm feeling very optimistic about this one, Kev. Ooh. Yeah. So? Saints going to win this game.
2: You're fucking crazy.
1: mm <laughs> Oh, yes, and I just scored. Sorry. Yeah.
2: Save <laughs> <laughs> that, you escape.
1: <laughs> oh yes Nice Oh I like it Brilliant Anyway Yeah so Saints are going to win this game But Saints are going to win 2-1 Wow And they're going okay. to They're going to Pretty much single handedly Give City the, the title With this win I, I, I can see a Liverpool Spurs draw Which is odd Because Spurs have only drawn One game this season But I can see a Liverpool Liverpool Spurs 1-1 and then Saints go and beat
2: them 2-1. Wow. Okay. That would be very interesting if it did happen, don't we? I yeah. don't see it. Do
1: you know what, though? I don't even know where it's coming from. I sort of like, woke up this morning and I just felt strangely fine. Do
2: you have an apparition?
1: Yeah, and it was like... I don't know if I dreamt it, but I just woke up and thought, Saints going to beat Liverpool. 2-1. 2-1. But like, this time yesterday, I said it the other way around. So, I don't know, maybe i feel differently tomorrow, but at the time of recording, Saints are going to win this game. So, there you okay.
2: go. Wow, I heard it here first. Mm.
1: So, well, I'm just, basically, I'm just giving you a chance to catch up in the predictions.
2: Oh, cheers, mate. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> their front three have scored nearly 60 goals this mm. season. Not bad, is it? It is not, I think that... Um, our back line has probably let in a similar amount of goals yeah, this season. <laughs> they haven't
1: scored 60-odd goals at St Mary's, have they?
2: Um, well, but they haven't scored any goals at St Mary's. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, but I think they are going to. Uh, and I'm also going to go
1: 2-1. But the other way around, yeah.
2: But the other way around, yeah.
1: Oh, where's your belief, Kevin?
2: Um, I, I'm going to have to put my... My my uh, hopes and beliefs to one side and go with pragmatism. Okay, well
1: we've uh, kind of like switch roles.
2: Maybe, but yeah, I think that they're. I mean, they're on such a roll. I mean, they're, they're a brilliant team. I just don't think we're going to be the team to stop them. As brilliant as we are, I'm I'm still in, amazingly impressed. But I think it's perfectly fine as a fan to write off that uh, that fixture against Liverpool, looking at uh, what we've got coming up, I mean, if, if our target is 40 points, you have got seven points to go, that's what, two wins and a draw, I and mean, we can easily get them against any of uh, Wolves, Newcastle, Watford, Bournemouth, mm. you know, West Ham, Huddersfield, all that's all but in the bag, really, isn't it? Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah, as I say, I don't know where it's coming from. I know how I, I know good Liverpool are. I know that they're, they're going to be, you know, they've got to be up for every game, as have Saints, so I just think Saints are going to catch one an early one. Liverpool yeah. equalise, and then Saints will get the winner. I, so don't, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm never like this. So what you know? Right. There must be some sort of. Uh, Sunderland just had another shot. There must be something to it. I don't know. I just, I, I, I've got a feeling. Okay. Mm. Um. Predictions then. So, on the Brighton game, I went 1-1, and you went 2-1 Saints. Ah, oh,
2: God, why did I? Because I wrote, even wrote down 1-0 in my notes for, for the last podcast, and when I listened to it back, I did actually say 2-1, didn't did I? did say 2-1, yeah. I,
1: I always write it down straight away. Um, so, yeah, but still, I got no points because I went for a draw, and you got two points. So, you, you, you picked up some on me. So, that leaves the scores overall... 50-46, and the game is going to penalties, by the way.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: maybe we could do the live penalty shootout on, on air, could. Um, Let's. Yeah, uh, so 50-46 to me. Uh, fantasy football?
2: Yes. Um, just give me one second. Is the penalty shootout going to start right now? They're on a break.
1: They're on a break,
2: okay. We were on a break. So, in fantasy football, uh, with 61 points, our winner so far this week is uh, Craig Harris, with his Harris Saint-Germain right at the top of the table. But uh, there's a lot to play for because we've got a double game week. Uh, So, I'll give you an update on uh, both of them uh, next weekend. Uh, your team yeah, 22 points so far
1: but at least Danny Ings played
2: he did, yeah he's back so your team <laughs> is as relevant as it ever was uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a double week, game week, it could be very very interesting uh, my team hasn't done too badly uh, 43 points so far, I've got Aguero as captain and they're playing Cardiff aren't they yeah. in the midweek Um and I want us to talk about, oh, the guy by me I'm trying to catch, uh, Patrick Shea with his dude at Hootoo. Uh, he's managed to pack his squad with uh, all of the players that uh, got a double game week. Uh, and he's playing his bench boost, so he's on 47 points. So I think he's probably going to open up a bit of a gap there. Uh, and uh, uh, Matt Markstone. Mm-hmm. also uh, corrected his scores enough uh, packed him again with uh, with players with a double game week uh, Raheem Sterling as captain moment on 36 points but I think that all could change so I'll, I'll let you know how it goes next Sunday
1: yeah you would have thought that being like having three weeks off that I would have like got my shit together and sorted my team out but no still haven't
2: no and that's what I admire when you weigh your consistency yep yep
1: um, Anything else that you want to touch on this week?
2: Um, Well, yeah, that uh, gauntlet that I threw down for a Josh Sims chant, um, yeah, due to uh, unforeseen circumstances, uh, we're unable to bring you our Josh Sims chants this week. However, we will almost certainly bring them to you next week, Mm. Um, along with a little surprise, I gather.
1: Yeah, well, I guess you're thinking of our special guest. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a special guest next week. Um, I may have mentioned this before on our last show, but we have the host of the Southampton Delivery Podcast joining us, Matt Markstone, um, a show which we're both a, a fan of, um, and we were actually on a few months ago now, wasn't it? Um, so uh, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to having him on and you know chewing the fat and celebrating our three points over Liverpool. So yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss this one. So yeah. Um, other than that I think they are just about to start the penalties if you would like to uh, are, you, are you switching over to watch
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch this on now so uh, yeah there's no way I can watch this uh, <laughs> totally live like you have.
1: yeah I'm going to have to uh, spoil, it, spoil it for you then
2: well tell me I was walking up then
1: oh, I will do when someone does looks like Sunderland are taking mm. the first penalty
2: they're on the halfway line we can do our satellite delay commentary you'll oh. tell me what's going on on yours and okay. I'll tell you what's on mine as if I hadn't heard a word you said
1: yeah um, it looks like Aidan McGeady is going to step up and take the first. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. my Spartak Moscow man
1: yeah yeah Aidan McGeady stepping up balls on the spot <coughs> oh god he looks nervous he steps back composed hands on his hips he runs up Stutter!
2: 1-0! The skate cunt goalkeeper's cracking his knuckles. Hamilton's just pitting. McGee's walking up.
1: Oh god, you are master. He's got me.
2: the ball in his left hand. Oh no. And the Sunderland fans on the stands are nervous. <laughs> He's put the ball on the spot. He's taking the steps back.
1: 1-1! One, one. <laughs> Gareth Evans has just levelled for Portsmouth.
2: And oh, he takes a step before, but he's got it right in the left-hand side there. Yeah, in well. One nil to Sunderland. No, they've
1: done it. Portsmouth
2: have won. <sighs> I can still see the hope in the eyes of the Sunderland fans. Well, any consolation. I
1: can't.
2: Right. Oh God, no! Why? Why couldn't he? Why couldn't he just miss it? I don't know. Why couldn't he just miss it? Oh, I don't know. oh my okay. God.
1: You know you know what it's going to be, don't you? Pompey are going to be like, oh, we've beat a red and, the team wearing red and white.
2: Oh, yeah, it be an open top bus tour, won't right? they? No. Yeah. Nah, blimey. <coughs> yeah, um... Oh God. <laughs> we can't even shout, you'll, you'll never win that.
1: Yeah, I know. It's just a sad way to end the podcast now, isn't it? the
2: uh, Leclerc's still ahead.
1: Oh. Uh. Oh, yeah, I can care less about that.
2: Hamilton's a little under seven seconds behind him.
1: Mm-hmm. OK, right, so next week, as I said, we've got Matt Markstone from the Samson Delivery podcast joining us. Um, so don't miss that one. We're going to talk Liverpool. Um, and then we have another guest the week after, which we will tell you about next week. And also we have the player and goal of the month um, on next week's show. So, I mean, you're going to be putting out uh, the poll on Twitter I believe
2: yeah we'll get them up um, <laughs> early on in the week
1: <laughs> okay ooh yep alright then so uh,
2: Vettel's uh, just had a massive blowout
1: <sighs> so has <is> Sunderland
2: mm. <laughs> got a Russian phrase for you this week
1: oh shit alright okay do <laughs> I to say that again
2: Do you remember how we say victory uh, from Mm, last week?
1: No. Last week? That was like three weeks ago, but no, I don't.
2: Uh, Yeah, Pabieda. Pabieda. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, another victory, but uh, this time we get to clean sheet. Uh, And the word for a clean sheet victory is uh, Pabieda Suhuyu.
1: Pabieda Suhuyu.
2: Yeah, that's good. Cool.
1: Okay, I've got my daughter screaming down the stairs. I am. on that note, the Saints. Upper Saints. the Saints. Cool. For Social Podcast
0: Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>